Welcome to Dr. Vaughn's COVID-19 Updates, the podcast updates you daily on the pandemic. It's June 23rd, 2020. This is Dr. Mark Vaughn with your COVID-19 update for today, where we'll be discussing whether or not a human challenge trial will actually result in getting a vaccine for coronavirus one day sooner. So this is all about vaccine development and trying to get an effective vaccine for COVID-19 as soon as possible. So there is a practice called human challenge trials. This is very old. It goes all the way back to smallpox when the uh, researcher gave cowpox on purpose to his gardener's son to evaluate the illness. The idea in this setting is that with coronavirus testing for a, a, a vaccine, we would take a group of subjects and give them the vaccine, give a placebo to another group, and then purposely expose all of the participants to coronavirus, trying to infect them to then follow the results. This is in contrast to what's currently being done for vaccine development, where people are given a placebo or they test vaccine, and then you have them go about their daily lives, some of them will get exposed to the virus and either get infected or not. And you study to see if there's a difference between those who had the vaccine and those who didn't, both for efficacy for keeping them from getting the infection that you're trying to protect them from, but also for adverse events from the virus, because you want to know if something bad is going on in all the people who got the uh, actual treatment compared to those who got a placebo. We are currently entering, or just about to enter in the next couple of weeks, stage through our phase three trials for a number of vaccine candidates. There is an organization called One Day Sooner, and it is online and it's signing up human volunteers to be involved in a human challenge trial where they would get the vaccine and then get purposely, or placebo, and then get purposely exposed to the illness. There was a a piece written by a Michael Rosenblatt. This is a doctor who's the chief medical officer of flagship pioneering. He's also the former medical officer at Merck, which develops vaccines, and former dean of Tufts University School of Medicine in Boston. And he has some concerns. He does not think this is the way to go. He does not think it'll actually result in us getting a significantly shortened time to an effective vaccine. And his big concerns are, one, the population that would be included, because To do a trial that you're purposely infecting people, you need really healthy people who aren't going to die from the trial. So it's going to be young people without comorbid conditions. That may not be representative of the people who we most want to make the vaccine effective for, the elderly and those with significant comorbidities. Another problem with it is if you're going to consider a human challenge trial you really should have a definitive treatment available as a backup. Like for a bacterial illness, you'd have antibiotics to work for that. Um, For a virus, you'd want to have effective antivirals. Now, even though we have some treatments that have been shown to help people in a way that's statistically significant compared to a placebo, it's not a super good treatment. It's not super reliable, and it's not anywhere near automatic that you save their life if you give them this treatment, if they get infected. The other thing that Dr. Rosenblatt is concerned about is what if we have a death from the vaccine in the human challenge? 
it would set back the uh, the potential for getting widespread acceptance of vaccine use for years. He points to progress in gene therapy that he claims was knocked back 20 years when a patient died early on in the uh, trials of gene therapy. So this little piece by, by Dr. Rosenplatt uh, that was published in Stat News very much uh, would make you think that human challenge trials are not the way to go. But we also have authors on the other side. In the Journal of Infectious Disease, there was a public, uh, an article published in March 31st that recommended that the trial be done, that actually human trial, challenge trials would speed up getting answers on this because you'd have so many people who were infected early on, you'd be able to get big numbers early enough to prove if the vaccine works or not. They said that their proposal would be for to only be in healthy young adults who are at relatively low risk of serious disease following their natural infection, and that it would be done in a, a specific population that already has a high baseline risk for getting infected naturally. So that'd be like healthcare workers who, oh, they're going to be at risk anyway, let's just go ahead and infect them. And if there was a uh, an infection, that they would be frequently monitored to pick it up and following any infection have the best care available that they could get. So I understand that if you are going to do it, these are things you'd want to have in place. But I also understand Dr. Rosenplatt's concern that you may not be testing the very population who most needs to have the answers. So this is a debate that's going on. I'm not going to take a side or tell you one way to think, but I wanted you to be aware of human challenge trials because it may be something that's talked about and maybe some of my listeners are actually considering signing up for one day sooner. I'd like you to know that there there is another view on that uh, that you should take into account before signing up for a trial like this. That's it for today. Please do tell your friends who are interested in COVID-19 pandemic updates to subscribe to this podcast. That would really be appreciated. Until next time, Dr. Mark Vaughn telling you to stay in good health.